Theater 5 presents The Six-Foot Flower Box. David? David, wake up. Hmm. Something is wrong next door. What's the matter, Em? Oh, David, that terrible noise. Now, can't you hear it? At first, I thought it was out on our patio, but it's coming from the apartment next door. Oh, for heaven's sake, Marianne, it's after two o'clock in the morning. If the couple next door want to stage a row, it's their business, not ours. Now, listen, listen. Those aren't pots and pans lying around in there. That's furniture. There. Did you hear that? Well, they've only been married a few weeks, probably just getting used to each other. Come on, back to bed. Oh, David, it sounds like they're killing each other. Didn't you hear that scream? What scream? Was it Cynthia's voice? You know, it's funny. I could swear it was a man's voice. Oh, now, cut this out. That man next door is a retired army major. He may be short, but I bet he weighs 200 pounds. Please, will you stop eavesdropping and come back to... Oh, what is this? It's 2.30. I'll get it, I'll get it. I'm sorry to bother you at this hour. I'm Charlotte Brodsky. I have the patio apartment down at the end. You know, the one next to the, the couple next door. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, may I come in just for a minute? Oh, excuse me, certainly. David, it's our neighbor. The lady with the end patio. Uh, well, I'm Marianne Rogers, and, and this is my husband, David, Mrs. Brodsky. How do you do? Oh, how do you do, Mrs. Brodsky? Now, please understand, I'm no gossip, but I... I had to do something. I tell you, there's something crazy going on next door. There. Did you hear that? It's been going on ever since the 11 o'clock news. I wanted to call the police, but I hate to embarrass anybody. Mrs. Brodsky, I really don't think we should get involved in this. David! And Cynthia is such a a frail little thing. Suppose... I'm sorry, but I feel very strongly about this. I just can't see. This is ridiculous. It's nearly three in the morning. Never mind. I'll get it. Oh, hi. I'm sorry to pride in at this wee small hour, pal, but the wife and I have been tuning in on some wild sounds right under our apartment. Our wacky dog's been howling ever since the 11 o'clock news. Had to lock him in the shower to make him pipe down. What goes? We've got a town council meeting working on that problem right now, neighbors. Uh, Won't you join us? Uh, Marianne, uh, Mrs. Brodsky, uh, this is... Oh, how are you, girls? How do you, how do, you do? Simon's the name, Frank Simon. This is the wife, Liz. Hello. Hello. Say, what gives with that broad next door? Sounds like she didn't do too well on the husband exchange, huh? Hey, <laughs> what a broad. Now, look, just hold on a minute. Oh, please, David, David. Now, why don't we all just sit down? I'm terribly sorry about my husband. The, the noise next door, it's made him quite nervous. I'm afraid he's had a, a bit too much to drink. Oh, you don't know what you're talking please. about. Please. Don't worry about it, Mrs. Simon. It's been dreadful. Do you know her at all, Cynthia? Oh, yes. Yes, we, we chat over the patio fence, and well, she always seems so quiet. I can't imagine what's happened. Well, if you want to know my opinion, she's gotten herself a big slice of bad news. 
I understand he's a terrific boozer. I think we, uh... Well, we ought to go in and break it up. I gather from your remarks you've seen him drunk quite often. Not exactly, pal. You see, I got this friend at the office. He used to be a big wheel in Army intelligence. So I was telling him one day about this good-looking broad in the apartment below us and how she runs around the backyard in this bikini. You follow me? Oh, I follow you. So, anyway, I mentioned that she married some old guy, a Major Wright. At least, that's what the doorman told me. And my friend right away says, good grief, not Charlie Wright. Well, to make a long story short, it turns out this Major Wright is one of the meanest drunks going. Always picking fights and stuff. Well, so I say, let's get in there and rough him up a bit. Put a stop to this outrage. Tell me, Simon, did you bother to check the doorman to make sure the gentleman next door was Major Charles Wright? I didn't have to check anybody, pal. I value friendship, Rogers. If my buddy says he knows a Major Wright who's a bum, I don't need to cross-check with any doorman, see? It just occurs to me, pal, that the U.S. Army might possibly have two Major Wrights, and since the doorman didn't brief you on his first name... Now, please, stop this, both of you. What's your problem, anyway? I come down here to help a girl in need, to be a good neighbor, and all I get is a long look down the nose. Where do you get off of this high and mighty bit? You throw in a couple of wild blasts on that cozy little patio of yours, you know that? I don't think people have noticed. Frank, please stop this. Excuse me, Mr. Rogers, if I could just say one thing. I don't like to repeat stories, but... Well, the superintendent did tell me that Major Wright hit another car in the garage last week. He could have been drinking. Mrs. Brodsky, we have no right to assume that. Well, if you must know... My maid says there are so many liquor bottles piled outside the incinerator these days, she can't get in to dump the trash. That does it. There's your proof, Rogers. The guy's a no-good drunken bum, and I'm not going to sit by while he pounds on some good-looking dame with a kitchen chair. Don't you know what's going on? Don't you ever watch these TV shows where everybody just stands by? This is a violent world, pal. you got to do something about it. you got to act. Frank, Frank, I think we'd better go on. Shut up, please. Oh, now I'm going to check the doorman, slip my fiber, and see if I can get the scoop on this bum. And if he says what I know he's going to say, I'm going in there. You're not going anywhere, Mr. Simon. You're going to sit there and listen. When I'm done, and only when I'm done, you can do whatever you want. Now, David. I'm not going to argue about whether or not the major's a bum, Simon. For one simple reason, I don't care. How long have we all lived in this building? One year? Two years? And until this moment, we've never met. What's more, we've never wanted to meet. That's why we live here. What gives you the right to accuse a man you don't know of something you know nothing about? Something that's none of your business. Why, you no good love. Oh, oh, no. Oh, 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 Mr. Are you hurt? Here, here, let me help you up. That's quite all right, Mrs. Simon. Fortunately, your husband's aim isn't very good. Uh, Who do you think you're talking to? A Sunday school class? I'm going to bite you. Wait a minute, please. Listen. The noise next door. It stopped. You suppose she's all right? Well, I don't know. But it certainly is quiet in there. Good. Now, I don't want to be rude, but I suggest that we all get some sleep.
Well, David, maybe you can dismiss what happened next door last night as just a lover's quarrel, but I'll tell you one thing. There was certainly no lover's quarrel in our living room last night. What a horrible man. You know, I felt so sorry for his wife. She was absolutely mortified. For his wife? Well, what about me? I almost got my head bashed in with a lamp. You might feel a little sorry for me. Well, I do, darling. <laughs> but in a way, you had it coming. Oh, I know, I know. Just I can't stand that kind of prying. Say, so what did that guy mean we threw some pretty wild parties in our patio? Next time, you know, I'll hire some dancing oh, girls. come on, David. Let's not start it all over again. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, how's the weather this morning? Mm. Maybe I'll transplant those azaleas today. Do a little communing with nature and let the rest of the world go hang. That's a spirit, neighbor. I'm going to take a shower. Get me some coffee, will you, pal? Anything for you, pal. Now, who at this hour? Hi, Marianne. How are you? I've been meaning to call over and tell you how lovely your azaleas look, but being an old married woman, I've been so busy. Oh, thank you, Cynthia. Um, how have you been? Oh, just fine. Except uh -huh. that at the moment, I've been having kind of a problem. I thought perhaps your, your husband could help me. Oh, well, he'd be, um, glad to do anything he could, I'm sure. Marvelous. You see, I ordered a new flower box from the lumber yard, and the silly driver just left the thing inside my door. And my problem is that it's enormous, all of six feet long at least. My husband's not home, and I just didn't know quite how to get it out onto the patio. I thought if, if David could give me a hand. Oh, of course, Cynthia. Oh, no, he'd be delighted. Um, he's in the shower now, but I'll have him knock on your door just as soon as he's dressed. Oh, thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. David? Hey, David, get out of there. Hurry up. What's the matter? What do you want? David? You'll never guess. Cynthia Wright just rang the doorbell looking absolutely radiant. <laughs> she says she has a problem. Now, listen, Em, I will not get involved in somebody else's business. I thought I made that clear last night. Oh, hand me that towel, will you? Here. Well, don't get excited. All she wants you to do is help her move a flower box out of her apartment and onto the patio. Flower box? Yeah, she says it's enormous, at least six feet long. A six-foot flower box? <laughs> well, why the devil would anyone buy a six-foot flower box? I can't carry a thing like that alone. Is her husband home? Mm -mm. She said he wasn't there. Well, now I don't know. Wait a minute. <laughs> I what? just got a great idea. Look, while I get some clothes on, look up the telephone number of that guy upstairs. Uh, what oh. was his name? Uh, Frank uh, something or other? Simon. Well, well, just hold on a minute. I just came down to help a little girl in need, pal. Uh, did you find it, honey? Yes, here it is. It's um, Trafalgar um, 4, 7598. David, now please... Don't do anything foolish. Darling, I'm just being a good neighbor, mm -hmm. like the man said. Mm -hmm. Hello. Hello. Uh, hello, is that you, Simon? It's yeah. David Rogers downstairs. Wow. How are you? Uh, if you want to know, I got a terrible hangover. 
Oh, is that so? Well, a couple of aspirins and you'll be a new man. Oh, this is absolutely vicious. You're not a bit funny. Oh. Uh, 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 say, I, um, I wonder if you could help me out with something. Um, I don't know. Mrs. Wright next door needs a couple of strong hands to help her move a flower box. Oh? Uh-huh. Seems her husband's not home. I thought you might like to volunteer. <laughs> well, anything to help a little lady out. Uh-huh. Uh, you, you're sure you feel up to it, old man, huh? Oh, yeah, sure, certainly. Oh, fine. I'll meet you in the lobby in a minute. David Rogers, what's gotten into you? I've never seen you act like this. Just giving Mr. Frank Simon a chance to play detective, ma'am. Nothing wrong with that, is there? <laughs> Julie, I think it's pretty funny. Yes, well, I want no part of it. I'm going out in the patio. And if any lamps start flying, you're on your own. You're absolutely right, dear. Now, where the devil's my belt? Uh, uh, oh, here it is. See you later, Marianne. Hi, pal. Oh, I'm uh, sorry about last night, Rogers. Oh, that's okay. Well, let's just buzz the door. Hey. <laughs> Yes, I had a few hookers too many. You know how it is. <laughs> I'd be glad to pay for any damage. <laughs> Nonsense. That's what neighbors are for. Hi, David. You are an angel. <laughs> now, the flower box is just inside the door. Here, I'll show you. Oh, I'm glad to be helpful, Cynthia. This is Frank Simon, your upstairs neighbor. He's kindly volunteered to assist with the moving. Oh, how nice to meet you, Mr. Simon. Holy cow. That's a flower box? You could plant a field of corn in that thing. <laughs> now, Mr. Sam. I think we'd better try it in two trips, Frank. Uh, let's get into the living room and then take a breather before we move it out onto the patio, okay? Okay, pal. Uh, 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 ease it down gently. Yeah, that's it. What is this thing made of, Cynthia? Solid mahogany? Well, I really don't know. The man from the lumberyard didn't say. Say, uh, you got a lovely apartment here, Mrs. Wright. Going for antiques, huh? Uh-huh. They've been my family for years. I moved as many pieces as I could so you could get through. I, oh, I hope it won't be too difficult. Well, Frank, shall we give it another try? Uh, Cynthia, open that patio door like a good girl, will you? Well, of course. All right. Uh, yeah. uh, there you are. Ah, uh, thank you both so much. Not at all, Cynthia. Coming, Frank? Don't mention it, uh, Cynthia. Uh, if you ever need any assistance, just call me, huh? I'm right upstairs. Oh, thank you. Goodbye. So long, Frank. You're a big help. Hey, Rogers. How do you figure that one? Hmm? How do you mean? Now, look, I wasn't that loaded last night. That was furniture being tossed around in there. How can you wreck a joint for four hours straight and have it come up looking like a museum? Got me. And she sure looked okay. I don't get it. Well, thanks again for your help. Oh, sure, sure. Anytime. Uh, if you hear anything more... Let me know, will you? I sure will, Frank. I sure will. You're back. Yeah, boy, I'm pooped. That box must weigh a ton and a half. Well, <sighs> how was it? Hmm? How was what? Oh, come on, David. 
The apartment. Was it a wreck? <laughs> you better ask Frank Simon. Boy, he was casing that place like somebody from the vice squad. Oh, and I don't suppose you noticed anything at all, huh? A good little respect for privacy. Just keep your eyes straight ahead. Oh, David, come off it. I thought you told me you wanted no part of it. David, David, you know how I hate to be teased. <laughs> if you don't want to say anything, fine. But don't be smug. All right, Em. I'll tell you what I think. And that simply, I don't know. She made what? some vague remark about moving some of the furniture out of the way so we could get that darn box through. Oh? What was left? Look, uh, you know what antiques are like. They always look a little battered to me. I just couldn't tell. Well, well what about the pictures? And there weren't any pictures. Oh. Well, let's not think about it anymore. You get busy with your gardening, and I'm going to run over to the supermarket and then pick up a bottle of wine. Great idea. I think we owe ourselves a feast tonight. Uh, better get some more charcoal. Oh, I will, dear. I will. Well, that was quite a dinner. I still feel stuffed, and we finished hours ago. Well, you just relax, darling. Turn on the 11 o'clock news. Oh, I knew it was too good to last. Don't bother, dear. I'll get it. Mrs. Uh, Brodsky, what a pleasant surprise. Won't you come in? Well, only for half a minute. I wanted to tell you just how sorry I was about last night. Oh. I don't know what got into me acting like that. Nonsense, Mrs. Brodsky. We were all a little upset. Well, everything seems just fine now. <laughs> I peeked over the fence a while ago, you know, just to be sure. And you know what? There on the patio, there's a single candle burning. And she's out there planting some beautiful flowers in a big box. Isn't that romantic? Planting flowers at this hour? Was the Major with her? Oh, no, I don't think so. At least I didn't see him, but you understand, it was just a little peek. Well, I must go now. And please, excuse me again for last night. Oh, don't give it another thought. Good night. Good night. Well, it may be romantic, but I have a funny feeling that something strange is going on. Now, I am... David, what's that noise? I don't know. Oh, good heavens, it's the Simon's dog. Remember they said it was howling last night, just after the fighting started? Oh, please, David, I'm frightened. Can't we call the police? Absolutely not. Marianne, it's none of our business. Presented The Six Foot Flower Box, written by Marjorie Truitt, produced and directed by Warren Somerville. In the cast, Augusta Dabney, Alan Hewitt, Mary Jane Higby, Robert Dryden, and Connie Lemke. Audio engineer, Neil Pulse. Sound technician, Ed Blaney. Original music by Alexander Vlasdotsenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. 
Executive producer for Theater 5, Ted Bell. We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. This is Fred Foy speaking. Thank <laughs> you.